Welcome to Kingdom Business News and Interviews with Essence E, where there is inspiration in every interview and hope in every topic. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my show. I'm your host, Essence E, and I pray everyone is having a beautiful day out there today. I pray you guys are pushing forward and fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. Amen. So today we are starting our tribulation series, and today we are discussing part one. It's called The Rapture. So I want you guys to sit back, relax, get something to drink, get your Bibles, and let's dive into this topic. First off, I just want to I just want to say that I want everyone to really listen to this. I really want everyone to take heed to this. This is not a fairy tale. This is this is real. This is real. Whether people want to believe that or not, that's on their that's on their court, but this is real. Every prophecy from the Bible has been fulfilled except for the rapture and the tribulation that's to come. So I really want to discuss this because some people, some people don't under don't understand um, the 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 end times. You know, some things for me are still foggy, but I want to share with you what God has given me throughout the years because I've read Revelation two to three times, and and you know some parts I still don't understand. But I want to share, I want to share with you the things that I know. And I hope that everyone takes heed and really listens. And I pray that you accept Jesus Christ today as your personal Lord and Savior before he comes back. So now we are living in a time where food prices are getting higher. There are rumors of wars. There's more violence in this world than ever. What we are seeing is the end of the church age. And what that means is... The church age, uh, in this age that we're in right now, we are free to accept Jesus Christ as our, as our Lord and Savior. We can go and pray in synagogues. We could go and shout, we love Jesus outside of our doors. And no one, no one is going to kill us from it. They may think that we look crazy, but, <laughs> but we, can, we can do that now because we're in a church age where we have free speech and we can say, well, say our religion, say how we feel, study our Bibles. We are free to do that right now. But right now, I can see the signs where it's coming to a close. People are throwing blasphemy at Christ now more than ever. People make jokes about Jesus Christ and they think it's funny and it's not funny. And I just want everyone who has ears to hear that we are coming upon a time where we will not be able to read our Bibles. We will not be able to worship. 
we will not be able to say Jesus' name. We are coming upon a time that we are going to be silenced. And I pray that none of us are left are left back here to really to really experience that. I pray that none of us are left back here to experience the tribulation because when Christ comes back, when Christ comes back, all that's going to be left behind are people who knew about Christ and did not accept him, who are hypocrites, who didn't uh, did not think of Jesus or 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 anything else. There's pretty much that's going to be left back here when when after Jesus comes and takes his people, nothing but evil and darkness. Okay? And I really want to discuss this right now because a lot of people believe in different things and I want to read from Matthew 24 and i'm going to get to which two things people people believe in and i want to read in matthew 24 about his disciples asking him these questions and asking and asking him um about the end of the age and the end of the world so it says in chapter matthew verse i'm going to start at verse three and as he sat upon the mount of olives the disciples came unto him privately saying Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye not be troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places all these are the beginning of sorrows then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my namesake and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many and because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold but he that shall endure to the end the same shall be saved and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come so jesus is talking about the end of this age here he's talking about the things that are happening in our world right now i mean they're they took out prayer in school they're banning Bibles in some places. These things are these things are really happening, and this is the sign that's the end of the age, and that Christ is about to come back. And when I and when I was talking about what, how people think differently, I'm talking about the fact that a lot of people believe in what is called pre-tribulation and mid-tribulation. Now, pre-tribulation means that people who people who are here now and who are a part of the church age many the, the many christians who believe in jesus christ they will be taken they will be taken and taken in the rapture to be with the lord people people believe that that they will not have to christians believe that the christians now believe they don't have to go through their tribulation they won't have to go through it because jesus is going to come and take them out now mid-tribulation some people believe that jesus won't come back until the middle of the tribulation they believe that we will have to suffer first before he comes back for me i believe in pre-tribulation 
um, because from what I've read from the book of Revelation, it does not talk about the church at all. It doesn't talk about the church. The church is not there. The church has been taken. The people, uh, people, the people now who believe in Christ now, they have been taken. They have been taken. They have been raptured up. So for me, I believe in pre-tribulation. I believe that Jesus is coming for his saints, for, for, for us who believe in him right right now, who have accepted him, accepted his word. So that's what I believe in. And there has been arguments for about pre or mid-tribulation. There has been arguments. And, you know, that's my belief. You know, I'm not trying to disagree with anyone. But from what I've seen and what I've read from the Bible and what I, and what I've I've been revealed, what's been revealed to me, it's I believe that Jesus is going to come and he's going to get the church out before the tribulation even starts. OK, so I want to read in First uh, Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, and it talks about the sudden coming of the Lord and what the saints, what the saints, we the saints are expecting. And it says in verse 13, chapter 4, verse 13, 1 Thessalonians, But I will have not you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Where, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. So what that means is that if if someone who has died now, if they believed in Jesus Christ, their grave is going to be open. The graves are going to be open. And the people who are alive here on earth who have not died, Jesus is going to catch them all in the air and they will all be with the world, be, be, with, the, be with the Lord. It, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that such a blessing that all of us who believe in Christ now will be caught up with him, will be caught up with him and we will not have to suffer any any of the tribulation we won't even see it but we are seeing the signs of the times we are seeing people betraying each other we are seeing people killing each other more now than ever and famines and pestilences look at COVID-19 look at COVID-19 and COVID-19 I believe was a preview was a preview of what of what is going to happen during the tribulation and you know i think god is trying to give each and every single one of us a wake-up call that's why i always say if 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 you have sinned even if you are a christian if you have sinned or not you repent for your sins every single night because you never know (laughs) you never never know you repent you pray you keep being in your word you keep being in your word and a lot of people who, who a lot of people who talk about the rapture they get people scared like like me some like like me i'm talking about the rapture some people may be scared about what i'm talking about but this is the reality of our situation because every single prophecy every single prophecy has been fulfilled except for the rapture and the tribulation and the rapture is going to be the biggest thing that's ever ever happened on this earth one of the biggest things that's ever happened 
the disappearances of children, the disappearances of the saints, that that is going to be one of the most blessed days and catastrophic days for some people. The greatest day is for the Christians. The catastrophic is for the people who remain here on the earth. Because when I say what's to come is so evil, so demonic, you won't even recognize this world, the darkness that, that, that's going to come. So I encourage you today, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, please do it today. Please don't wait until it's too late. Please do not wait until it's too late. Be with your family. If you, if you, if you, if you have a family and they're Christians and you're not, please be with your family because they're going to get caught up in meeting Jesus in the air. You do not want to be left back here. Look at this world now. Look at it now. Everybody's saying how bad it is, how prices are going up. Can you imagine being left back here to see what is to come? I do not want to see that. I do not want to see I do not want to see that. And I encourage you out there. I encourage you out there that that you don't want to see it either. You don't want to see it. I'm going to read a parable and it's in Matthew 25 and it's about the 10 virgins. And it says, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto 10 virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps. It took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish, foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the, mar- to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily, verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. So that was a parable, a parable that Jesus uh, talked, talked about with his disciples. You know, now the five of them who are wise, the five, they took, the, 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 they took their lamps they took their lamps and they had oil. They they had their oil. They had their oil already. But the foolish, they didn't, they were not, they were not prepared. They were not prepared. And so they had nothing to oil their lamps with. You see what I'm saying? See, Jesus is gonna come as a thief in the night. And so you need to have your house in order. Because it speaks about how, you know, when the thief comes and, you know, and a person comes and they steal and, and, and they get all the stuff and the person does not know about it. That's how Jesus is, go- is going to be, like a thief in the night coming to get his people. And people are not even going to notice it before it's too late. It's, it's too late. Nobody even noticed it. That's why Jesus said, watch, watch, because you do not know when he's going to come. You got to watch, you got to be prepared. You do not want to be like the five foolish virgins who did not have their oil prepared for him. You don't want to be like that. So this, this episode is about in preparation for the rapture because it is coming, you guys. 
it is coming and it's and he's coming soon real soon do you see our world today and a lot of people be like oh yeah 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 he's coming this has been told since since i don't know how long yes it has but you know the difference is when that red when, when that red moon came about i believe there was a change in there was there was a massive shift there's a change coming when we saw that red moon We've, I've never seen a red moon like that in my time. Have you remember the red moon that that the, that happened? Uh, I want to say about a year ago. There's a shift. There's a shift changed. And let me tell you something. God is real. He is real. He's not a figment of your imagination. He's not a fairy tale. And you know, and and growing up, I always said this. We all we all sit up here and we believe in fairy tales, but we don't believe in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We don't believe in that. We don't believe in the Holy Spirit. We don't believe in Jesus. We don't believe in the Word. We don't believe that God can do miracles, but we believe in in the fairy tales and magic and all that stuff. Are you kidding me? So I just want to encourage each and every single one of you out there today. And I, I just want to let you know that God is so real and the rapture is coming. It is coming whether whether you like it or not. It is coming. And God wants us all to be prepared. He doesn't want people to be left behind. He does not want people to be left behind here to suffer like that. But it does say there's going to be great tribulations such as the world has never seen. And it is. As we look at our world today, it's really sad how people have have waxed cold. People don't know the no don't know love anymore. They don't know the word. They don't know the word of love anymore. It's like it's out of their vocabulary. And I just want to encourage you guys today to, to keep praying and to find love within your heart, within yourselves. Don't reach for hate every single time somebody does something against you. Reach for Christ's love. Love people like Christ loves us. He loves each and every single one of us. He died for us. He gave his life for us. He, get, he gave everything to us. He died. He died for you and for me. So I want to encourage each and every person out there, please accept Jesus Christ today. Be raptured with the re- with the rest of us. Be raptured with him. And before I before I end this show, I really want to encourage our young people. There have been things I've been seeing lately that that have been going on in the church, and you know there have been some debate about these things. They're like, if they if it gets them in the church and things like that, you know why not? Um, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna say to, say too much because I'm not trying to go against pastors or, or or anything like that. I'm not trying to do that. But what I will say is is that I want to encourage each and every single young person out there. If you're serious about loving Jesus Christ, about knowing Jesus Christ, I want you guys to pick up your Bibles and get to know him for yourselves and to not be deceived by anyone. I want to encourage I want to encourage each and every si- single 
young boy, young boy, girl out there. I want to encourage the young people out there because they truly do need encouragement and they do, and they do need guidance. We all need guidance, but you know, they're, they're young and they need more of it. And I just, I just want to say, you know, this, uh, about the 10 virgins, you know, and how the five were foolish and how they were asking the, the wise virgins, you know, give us of your oil. But the wise told them, we can't give you our oil. Go get it yourself. No one can give you Christ. You have to come to that decision for yourself. I know there are a lot of, lot of um, pastors out here. They can teach a real feel-good message. They can encourage you, inspire you. But if you don't find Christ for yourself, it means nothing. So find the Lord for yourself. Don't find it through your pastor. Search the word for yourself. Don't just go to church and then hear a good word and then you don't pray until Sunday or you don't read the Bible until Sunday. That's what I'm trying to say here. No one, no one, people can, occur, no, no one can give you the Lord. You have to give give the Lord to yourself. Th- th- the reason why I say that is because it's because when I was read, I was reading that just now, that came to me. You see how the foolish they wanted to get their oil. They wanted to get their oil, but the five wise virgins said, "Go get, go get the oil for yourself. I'm not gonna let you have my oil." But, but you have to find Christ for yourself. You have to find Christ for yourself, not through other people. You have to find that love, find that love that He has for yourself. You know, it's important to be in church. It's important to hear a, a godly man or godly woman speak. It, those are all important. The, the vessels, the vessels that God used to bring His word. But if you're just hearing the word and have and feel and having a feel good message and, and and having that down in your heart, and you're not putting any any effort into finding Him for yourself, but you're trying to find it through them, it's it's going to be for nothing. Find Jesus for yourself. Find him on find him for yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's gonna be you and the Lord standing in judgment. Your mama, your daddy, your husband, your wife, your children, they're not gonna testify for you. It's just gonna be you and Christ. So I encourage you today. Each and every single young person out there, find the Lord for yourself. Search the word for yourself. Pray to God to yourself. Find him for yourself. Okay? That's what I want. That's what I wanted to say today. And I just want to thank each and every single one of you for listening to this show today. And I hope I broke down the, the rapture pre- pretty well. I, I really do hope I broke it down and that you guys understand and to, and know that God is with each and every single one of you all the way, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you're going through right now, God is with you all the way. And I encourage you guys to read Matthew's chapter 24, the whole chapter 24 and 25, and even go to chapter four in Thessalon- and 1 Thessalonians and read about that. Because this is important. 
We are living in a time where evil keeps on growing and growing and growing. It is growing in our schools. It is, it's, it's just growing throughout the world. People are really doing some demonic and evil things. And we have to stay prayed up. And we have to keep our youth in prayer. We have to keep encouraging them because the enemy is after them the most. He is after them the most. So I pray that this show has encouraged you and has inspired you. And I pray that each and every single one of you who listens, if you haven't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, please do it today. So I want to thank you guys for tuning into the show today. Uh, we're going to have a beautiful song playing right now. It's, it's by the Voices of Lee, and it's called No Longer Slaves. It's a real beautiful song. You can find that song on all the digital platforms out there. Go download, download that song. Go and support. And I just want to thank you guys. And pretty soon, hopefully, I will be doing interviews again. And I, ho- and I hope you guys are listening to those and listening to my previous shows that I have done. I pray that it encourages you. I pray that you keep on going and that you know that you have purpose always in Christ. So thank you guys for tuning in to this show. I love you and God bless you all. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies. Till all my fears are gone I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child
to break it. 